Hi, and welcome to the Life After Divorce podcast. And I am your host, Patricia LeVay, and I'm a separation and divorce coach. I am so happy you are here to join us today. I decided to do a 10-series discussion with 10 people asking 10 questions regarding their experiences of divorce. I feel it's important for new people who are going through a divorce to have some hope that, it, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm very excited to invite Carol as our guest today. And Carol, welcome. Hello. Hi, and welcome to our podcast today. And I invited you here so that we can get a message out to all the people out there that are going through a divorce and struggling. So as I spoke to you earlier, we do have the 10 questions. And our first question was, how long, how long has it been since your divorce? About 22 years. Okay. And, and how was your marriage? Was it, um, how were you, you know, how did you do during the marriage? Um, we married for 18 and a half years. I think we started out being too young to get married. We didn't experience life enough before we got married. Mm-hmm. And we both came from two broken families with, I came from a family of abuse, and we were all hurting at the same time. And we got married thinking that was life at the end of the tunnel, which it wasn't, because we were two different people going through our own pain, and we didn't spend enough time dealing with it. Yeah, and that's, that's so and true. it became a very toxic relationship towards the end. Yeah, that's very sad to hear. And it's so true, though, that that generation had a lot of trauma within their own lives growing up. Looking back, uh, what would you have done differently with your divorce? What would, you know, looking back? Looking back, I think I wouldn't have got married when I did. I would have waited longer. And I would have worked on my own issues before I even stepped foot into a relationship. Yeah, that's... At that time, we weren't ready to be married. But we thought we were because we were, he was leaving the house at place where he wanted out of there and I wanted out of my parents house because it wasn't a good environment and we brought two baggages together that didn't work I think back then if I had known what I know now I would have never got married yeah. not then wow that yeah that's again it, it's so commonly happens with the you know our generation there is a lot of that out there and do you think that you should have reached out for help or is there some sort of additional support after you got your divorce? Do you think that? Actually, I did. I went through a, a course at that time. It was a prototype, and they were just starting it out. And the woman that was teaching, I had been through divorce through the Salvation Art, which was excellent recovery. And I did go through that whole program to learn about myself. And I, she gave us an, a test and gave us a piece of string one night and told us to cut as much as you want off and put it around you, make a circle, and everybody in the room did it. Mine was the largest circle, and she came around to each person, and she stood at me and stood at the end of my string, and she said, how do you feel? I said, fine. She said, do you know why you put that around you? I said, no. She said, that's your comfort zone. You keep people from a distance. And I never thought I did that. Yeah. Yeah, get it. If I was to do it today, I'd probably be in a different place. But back then, that's where my comfort zone. You stay ten feet away from me, and I'll stay over here. Wow, and and that's what you. I I think going through it, you know, different things in our lives. That's what we tend to do. Is we tend to sort of push away everybody and not allow anybody in. And that's why it is that's important. Right. 
Yeah, and that's why it's so important to get help and, and not wait too long uh, afterwards. Getting help right. is so important. And I think it was, and there was a stigma back in my time. If you weren't married by a certain age, there was something wrong with you. Right. Yeah, that's so true, too. Especially in my, my family. They, you know, they were all married young. Like, not young, though, but by their mid-20s, they were married. And if you weren't married, they thought, oh, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. So you didn't want to put that expectation down. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So do you have children, Carol? And how did they react to the divorce? I have two sons. One was, he sort of stepped up and became more like a helper to me. The other one, he went secluded and he shut the door. To this day, he has, he doesn't show his feelings much. He's very, not, he keeps himself a lot. Do you think that if yep. he, do you think if he would have got you know some sort of help and support at an early age, he maybe would have been different today? Possibility, but there was nothing around at that time, and I did reach out to the school board and yeah, he talked to a psychologist a few times, but really they didn't do much. I don't think the support and the the help was available because it was not talked about. It was kept under the rug, kind of a. Yeah. Now divorce is everywhere. That's all you hear it so much. But back in those days, it was kept under the rug. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, what was one of your biggest challenges that you came across with your divorce? So, like, what was yours? What was the one biggest thing that well, you trying to come to know myself and then not have time to to really focus on who I was. Mm -hmm. I had to focus on these two kids, provide a home for them, food, whatever they needed. It wasn't easy. Like, I was working back then two, two three jobs just to keep the roof over our head. And I never had time to spend more time getting to know who I was, what I wanted out of life. And I put everything on the back burner for quite a while. Then during that time, my father figure passed away, and I had to deal with my mom's stuff at that time so I had no time for me it was like I was the, I was living in a dark shadow just surviving to keep keep everybody together and it was very difficult I would go to bed I'd be like burned right out to no end but I had to keep doing it because if I didn't we wouldn't, wouldn't have made it I and her father wasn't a support system back then yeah, I completely understand with you, Carol, because I went through the same thing. I was on my own raising my own two children. And yes, I always had two jobs. So I completely understand everything that you went through. And we do it for our kids because we know we, ha we have to be strong, right? We have to stay strong. Yeah. And if we're not strong, then the kids can't make it at all. So it's very, very, yeah, it's really important for us to get our lives together as fast as possible. And we're the parents. We're the ones that have to be, we're responsible for them, right? Exactly. Yeah. So how long did it take for you to finalize your divorce? Well, we were separated for quite a long time. And then he was the one that decided after how many relationships he had been in, he finally found one that he was, I guess he was content with. And he wanted to he pull me out of the blue one day and he said, I'm going to get married. Okay, go for it. You want the divorce, you go pay for it and do it. So I let him go ahead and do it. It's quite a number of years. I'd say at least a good 15 years later. Wow. Did you finally just decided that he wanted to marry this woman. Mm -hmm. So 
So what advice would you offer to people who are going through a divorce today? If, if you could give them some advice from your own experience, what would it be? Find a good support team out there. There's lots out there now, more than when I started, because it was just coming into the, in, into the different places. Like, I found a lot of support. I found a home church that the pastor, she preaches on these things and talks about it. So I would sit there, and I have a team of people around me. I found a group that would sit down. If I'm feeling just, you know, discouraged or upset or anything, it's me. I go and talk to I think it'd be good advice. I didn't have that support team back those days. Now I'm in a place now where I can laugh everything off and say, you know, I've moved on with life. Marriage is not in my cards right now, not at all. Mm -hmm. I think I've come to the point now in life where I go to work, do my things. My kids are growing up. They've gone on, moved on with their lives. Yeah. I'm there to support them if they need anything, but now it's my time for me. So I spend more time looking after who Carol is. That's great. That's, that's what you need to do. You need to find a find something that connects with you. There's so much out there now with the internet and online. You can find so much out there. Yeah, I've created a program actually. That's what I'm doing is revamping mine, and I'm creating a program for people to come and reach out to me. And it's a series of different types of. Um, you know, topics and, and areas that people are dealing with. And then I also have a support group afterwards. So yes, I completely understand that if people don't reach out and get help, it they just stay stuck and then they don't want to or can't move forward. So I completely understand that. Well, I have a pastor once talked about when we were, I was one of our servants, she was talking about people going to divorce even within the church because that's a stigma. And uh, she brought it up in one of her teachings and she said, you have two options in life. You either you move forward or you live in a box. And I made that decision. I'm not going to live in a box and be held hostage to him for the rest of my life. I'm going to move forward and live my life for me now, not for him. Good for you. Good for you, Carol. You know, and the abuse that I went through with him, mentally abusive. Yeah. I put me down all the time for who I was and where I wanted to be in life. Right. His way or no way. Yeah. And how long did it take you to like get your life back together after your divorce and get through, you know, get, get your support and and get help? Not until my kids were sort of on their doing their own thing in life and they were able to look after themselves where I didn't have to be always there. Then I, as they finally grew up and started moving on with their life, then it became that, hey, time for mom now to meet new people in her life to do things and then through a friend I met my pastor and that's where I found my true identity in life because she put me through so many I remember one Friday night we used to go on Friday nights and she was talking about you know the pain of life and what we were going through and she opened up some really red lights in my life and I understood what she meant, that I was holding back and I was carrying all this baggage on me and living the past. And she said, you can't do that. You cannot do that. The past is in the past. And I had to sit down and write letters to two people that hurt me over my life and write them letters to get forgiveness to move forward. Yeah. And I released, released 
all that out of my life. I was able to sit down and say, okay, now it's time for who I am. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. The healing process. I, yeah, I completely agree. And that's that's why I like to help people get through them because they don't realize that there are there are steps that you need to take. If you don't go through those steps, you 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 won't be able to move forward. And people think they can and they just sort of hide it under the carpet. And it's not the way to deal with it. You need to deal with it in a very um I always say you have to go through the storm, not around the storm, right? Because once you get through it, there is there is a light. There's a light at the end of it. But people don't see it when they're going, you know, avoiding the storm, right? So if you had to do something differently, what would you have done? Like now looking back, is there some things that you would have changed? And I don't mean about the marriage part, but for you alone, like what would you have done to help yourself? Help myself? I think I would have, maybe back in those days, you know, we were a young couple, we were starting out with a young family and money was tight and and I worked a lot of hours back in those days to get us to where we were before the divorce. And I think looking back now, you know, I was a top. I did too much back then. I think I would have slowed down and not done as much. And the more time for me, but I didn't have that option. Mm -hmm. Options weren't available back then, so I had to keep moving. Yeah. It but, but I regret to, and I wish I had a, had more time with him talking to him because when the communications broke down, that's when he was running around the streets and I didn't have a clue what he was up to. He told all these nice stories, oh, I'm going here, I'm going there, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and well, I found out he was running around. Mm -hmm. you know, he didn't have that communication. Yeah, that that's level there. Mm -hmm. I think also connection, right? Connection is so important to have when you're in a relationship. And if you don't have that connection, it sort of fades away. Where I always say, you know, there's a stage when people meet each other. They first, they fall in love. And then from falling in love, they sort of go into the, you know, financial responsibilities of a house and, and everything. And then it gets a stress level and it puts strain on the marriage. And then after that, they start having kids. So from the stress level of finances, they now have the children, which now causes even more stress. And then it slowly detaches because the, the couple that was once a husband and wife has now become mom and dad. And then the mom and dad role takes over and they forget about being the husband and wife. And that's how eventually they sort of detach and the communication fades away and the priorities are different and the children become priority. And then they lose each other's identity because they become this mom and dad for so many years. And then once they discover that there's a relationship, it's too late. And then it's harder for them to rekindle that relationship because you become two different people. You're not that same person anymore. You've grown, you've, you know, matured, you've got older, you've got different responsibilities. So that's why as people get older, they have to really discover themselves back again and focus on the marriage and, and get that spark back. And that's the sad part because a lot of people, they get through that process and they don't get there. And then, you know, that's where the divorce comes in. And then from the divorce, people don't get themselves back into play. They still sort of living in the past of what their problems were and not fixed it. And then when they now have a time to discover themselves, 
it is that opportunity to reach out and get that help and get themselves and find who they are and discover, well, what am I? What, what are my hobbies? I've asked people, what do you like to do? And I've had people can't answer that because they don't think about it because they've lost themselves in this life that they've had for the, for the last 20 years. And it's very, very sad to see that, you know, that's what happens. And the other thing, too, is your health is very, very important. And we have to stay healthy as we get older. So and that's something we have to take and put into it as a, as a priority. Right. Yeah. So if, right now, you know, you're in home life. I've more time to sit and reflect on life. Yeah, absolutely. Now that I'm getting mature and I've got another year and a half for retirement, I, I spend time and I, I'm in a circle group. I've lost my brother just recently, not to COVID, but it was a shock on our family. So now I'm just reflecting back, you know, on what happened, like about life and it gives me more. And my kids have got a different, we've got now, we built up a, how do I word it? Like, um, I built up where they can call me and they can sit. My son called me the other day and he needed prayer and I said, okay, come on, sit down. We'll talk about what's going on in his life and he's going through, a, he has a daughter and this girlfriend broke up with him and he's going through a hard time with it, just like another divorce. Yeah. And I sat with him and we prayed over it, we talked about it. He said, Mom, I'm glad I talked to you. I'm glad he's reaching out. So I've opened doors where they can now talk about their feelings and open the doors. That's wonderful. That's very, very, that's so and good I, to hear, Carol. That's so good to exactly, hear. Exactly. Because, you know what, the kids today are now lost. They don't know where to turn to. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. uh, we got to be the example. Yes. That's why we have to, we as parents have to get our lives together. And then we're the role model, right? And that's exactly. when, yeah, and that's when the kids can look up to us differently. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So, I have a friend that she whines and cries all the time about her husband. I said, what are you crying about him for? It's been, what, 25 years he's gone? Yeah. Let it go. How's this gone? You're living okay in the apartment, but at least you got a roof over your head. you got clothes on your back. So don't worry about life and him. He's not worried about you. Yeah, that's true. And she doesn't have any hobbies, doesn't go anywhere. She sits home. I said, oh, my gosh, maybe I couldn't live your life. Yeah. Mm. Well, the, our, the, the last question is, is, is there anything more that you would like to tell us about your experience that you can offer anyone going through a divorce? Um, is there just anything you'd like to add before we wrap up? Well, I, the one thing I did learn, I guess a woman in a marriage should have their own identity. My mother always said a woman should have their own bank account and be established with some money. Because if he walks out and decides he's going to one cleaned out our well, credit cards, he racked them up sky high, he put me into bankruptcy, a woman should look after herself and be so that in the emergency you're able to support yourself and be sure you have a job of some sort that you can support yourself when you go through a breakup. Mm -hmm. Because the man tries to control a woman being the sole supporter of the household, but a woman should also be have a, a, a point where she can say, I've established myself that I have something behind me to support myself yeah. and not depend on anybody. 
You're absolutely right. I, I truly support what you just said, Caroline. And I think that's that's a very important thing to mention because I think everybody shouldn't lose themselves. And I think you have to keep your identity and and yes, have your financial stability and have a job and everything else. So I solely, truly, truly support what you just said. Mm -hmm. I, I was so glad at that time I did have a very good job. But unfortunately, during that time when I was going through my marriage breakup, my job moved out to Canada, went to the States because of the free trade came in. Oh. But, and thank God I did have that job for the, for the time period that I needed it to get myself established. Right, right. And, you know, and then I went and found work afterwards, but it was not easy. No, it's not easy. But I, at least I had something to fall on to mm -hmm. hold me for a while. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Carol. I really, really no appreciate your input. I think it's very valuable for others to listen to your story. Um, so I would like others to join us in our next uh, podcast to hear what the other people's stories are and the experiences that they dealt with and they're going through as they're divorced. So I want everyone to remember that there is a life after divorce. And again, thank you for joining.